listening to Nerdy Talk with Dan, the most popular podcast in Raleigh, North Carolina, that covers movies, video games, TV shows, and more. Prepare yourself for an hour or two of conversations of epic proportions. So sit back, relax, and enjoy with your amazing host, Daniel X. Thompson. Hey everybody, this is Nerdy Talk with Dan. I'm your host, Daniel Thompson, and I'm back again with Kyle Shotwell. How's it how's going? It going? <laughs> how's, how's it going <laughs> with you, man? I mean, this is... Oh, you know. You know, like uh, Halloween is, is over, sadly. Uh, October has come to an end. Yeah, that last week was fun, though. <laughs> it, was. it was very fun. I, I, watched yeah. a, I watched so many, like, old school... Well, not old car movies, per se, but, like, early late 80s through early 2000s horror movie. you got the crow poster in the background you've been on the crow game for a bit here and the crow like i'm like re i've resurged on my crow fanness because i've always been a fan of the crow right but oh, yeah. i rewatched them this uh october and i was like man this actually is like a really cool concept like why hasn't anybody really done anything with it and then you know i researched it well, you got the one we already, I think we already talked about the Jason Momoa one, right? Yeah, and that's like dead now. So it's like they're trying oh, to. Oh, it's re- dead? I thought it was still a thing. Yeah, he was like, uh, I think a couple of years ago, back in like 2018, it was like, uh, he said, Oh, me and the director were walking away because we feel like we need to do that's it right. that's justice right, yeah. and do it the right way. But I feel like it wasn't meant to be, anyways, because I feel like they keep coming back to the Brandon Lee comic book right. version of the crow where i'm like we have to do something different that would be my idea to make it like if you did the crow if i did the crow that would be my pitch i'd be like yo instead of making a movie let's do like a limited anthology tv show where every episode mm. you have different crows from different times so you could set it in like 1970s or you could do one in like the 1800s that would be cool and there's all different and you can look in history of all the different like like messed up stuff that happens in our history or whatever and you can have different characters come back from the dead from their whatever tragedy of that time and they're the the that iteration of the crow because apparently like yeah because apparently the whole mythology of it is there's like like thousands of different souls or whatever are crow yeah. around and so like that could be really cool but yeah 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 <laughs> was that like um well i mean you okay what other old horror movies were you watching anything anything uh, that stand out to you like the crow did this year or well the crow was cool to me because it was like a kind of comic book superhero but creepy yeah and stuff like that but then you know uh i watched i rewatched all the nightmare on elm street movies okay <laughs> and that was interesting only because that like like, I think the first one really had a cool concept, and then they kind of just uh, made the character more funny, because apparently, like... that That's what sold, I guess? Yeah. And then, you know, I got all the way to, like, Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. And then I got to, like, Jason, Ooh. or Friday the 13th movies. <laughs> like, like, it, it was all... down the rabbit hole, then, yeah. basically. And then I even watched the Leprechaun movies, bro. Oh, those. Mm. Did you know he went to space? Yeah, I've I've heard. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. Jeez, man, you went down a rabbit hole with that. I, I didn't. 
I feel like I wasted Halloween this year. I didn't do anything Halloween-esque until the last week. So that's well, that's worth, worth something, you know. Yeah, I mean, I got to do my tradition every year, which is like yeah. pizza, beer, and then my five favorite like classic monster movies. Mm. Um, that's like a a day thing, you know, um, which I did do, which I'm proud of. Four years in a row, you know. But that's about it. That's literally all I did. I didn't didn't have any costumes. I didn't watch anything prior to this week. Actually, I wish I did. I always want to watch like. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, like mm-hmm. every Halloween night, and I just never do. <laughs> Fun trivia fact: I can never finish that movie. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's quirky. It's more of a nostalgia thing. It's not that great. <laughs> yeah, I always try to watch it every year. I'm like, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna finish it. And I, at like the first ten or twenty minutes, I'm like, all right, I just can't. But that's funny that that's like, I know that that movie is such a classic to millions of people. Right. And so, you know, maybe maybe Christmas I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know which one it is, if it's a Christmas or a Halloween movie. Like, I feel like it's more Christmas, but whatever. I wonder if I Tim know. Burton created this just that just to fuck with people. Like, it's like it's like the original blue gold <laughs> dress argument. Yeah, I think, well, it's, <laughs> I think it's a Christmas movie for sure. No, I think it's a, I think it's a Halloween movie. That's that's definitely what it. That's definitely what he did. He did that on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, and, but that's it. I mean, you know, for Halloween, I haven't done anything, anything else. And you know, these are weird times, obviously. And I'm sure you know millions yeah. of other Americans are in the same boat, just chilling at home, doing low key cosplays. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I would have done that anyways. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good, good point. Good point. I would have been the dude standing out. Yeah. But. Yeah. And um, let's see, but to, to, I guess to sum it up, because last week, you know, we had, a, I, I had a different podcast interview about like a venue. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And I don't, and I don't know how much you, you listen to that one, but basically like, that's like kind of a game changer for possibly cinema, just because it will allow you to like watch movies that are in theaters at home and you right. pay a ticket price. To watch right, it. right, right. But like, with that being said, you know, the technology isn't, or it's not, it's not out yet. And so, right, movie right, theaters, right. movie companies are like freaking out about stuff, like uh, the James Bond news. So, yep, with James Bond, <laughs> uh, No Time to Die, that was supposed to come out in April, and you know, COVID hit, and they were like, well. We don't know what to do. We'll wait until November. It'll be done by November. Like this whole COVID stuff will be over. Which, yeah, I mean, a lot of people are counting on that. Yeah, and November is here now, and uh, we're still kind of in the same boat. So they pushed the release date of No Time to Die back to like next April, I think. <laughs> or, they, or, or, yeah, I, I don't even know if they set a date for it yet. Next but, April. But, yeah, but, but basically, they, they, uh, tried to sell the movie to streaming networks, like mm-hmm. streaming companies like Netflix, Amazon, because Amazon recently just purchased Coming to America, the second one, mm-hmm. and uh, for like 150 million, something like that, and that's a big deal. Right, right. But that movie's a lot cheaper to make because it's a comedy. But James Bond, No Time to Die, that's like apparently like a, it cost like in total 600 million dollars. Good God. So they so they said this is how much we're willing to sell you guys James Bond for, and it was 
literally just six hundred million. That's how much they wanted. They just wanted to make the money back. Yeah, they were like, "Hey, as long as we recoup our money, you can post this on Netflix or you know Amazon Prime, whatever." But everybody's like, "This is just too expensive to." It's not. Yeah, juice isn't worth the squeeze. Yeah, it's like that's like half of uh, what someone would spend to buy a franchise, almost. Yeah, like just one movie, just to say, hey, we're yeah. going to have an exclusive right to play this movie. Yeah, like Disney, what, bought uh, Star Wars for four billion? Well, that was, that yeah. was, was it a million or four? Four billion. billion. Yeah. Four billion. Yeah. Right. So that's like, yeah, you're, you're not even getting the James Bond franchise. You're just getting a movie out of it. That's not yeah, it. just to play it. And it's just like, you know, it's just ridiculous that, you know, movies, budgets and stuff like that. And like, like apparently like the film itself only cost 250 million to shoot mm-hmm. and they had like all these partnerships and stuff but you know marketing you put in marketing and all that stuff and it's the, it, it, roughly around the same amount of money that you spent making the movie so that's like yeah. $500 $500 million <laughs> my math was totally wrong at 500 million dollars so they probably added the extra hundred million just to be like, oh, we also got like a hundred million profit off of it. But you know, so do you think that film is just destined to just die in theaters? Probably, unless you know, like I said, that uh, venue platform comes out, takes off, and then you know people can just buy it. You get pay. You have to pay. You know, a ticket price per person to watch yeah. it. People probably more willing to do that than pay like thirty bucks to watch a movie, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean that is like you were like I said, um, or like you said actually, like we've already been talking about that type of technology for a while. So it was awesome that you got to do that episode and talk to that guy about it. Because seeing it actually like kind of be a thing is kind of surprising. I don't know how they're gonna make that work yet, honestly, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I'll be down. I hate going to the theaters, so that's that's what I'm saying. It's for everybody, and at the same time, you're also not hurting movie theaters because they get a piece of the pie as well. So yeah. you know, win win for everybody. Yeah. But, uh, but, do you uh, think things like these giant cinemas, like the one I'm next to, I think it's like a like a twenty twenty mm-hmm. theater one. Do you think those might have a short life, like short lifespan, maybe like coming up, like we won't see them as often. If they do yeah. something like that and that does actually like take off and people just go to the movies from home. Cause what's the point of having like a 30 theater or excuse me, 20 theater movie theater. I think it, it might just be, uh, <laughs> it might bring balance back to the force, so to speak okay. in, ter- in terms of like where we are in, in, in cinema culture, where it's like, you know, there's always just a big movie. There's no small movies playing at, a movie theater really right and you know back in the day back in the 80s or 90s you know you had different types of movies that you could go see that are lower budget but still are great movies Mm -hmm. so this allows like indie filmmakers to make content that you know can be in a a amc theater on the biggest on one of the biggest screens or something they can make some money now and you know big movies like i don't know the, uh, no time to die like that can that can also exist but you know like i'm trying to think of like a really big movie that had like a full house like rise of skywalker opening night 
it's crowded, yeah. right? Fans want to see it on the big screen. But imagine if we could see Rise of Skywalker opening night, but then, you know, we're hanging out and we're like, yo, you know, I, I can't find good seats, like, for opening night. Like, all the good seats are taken. So mm. let's just watch it at home. Yeah. Like, let's just bring it together, friends, and watch it at home, pay the ticket price, and watch it. Like, that, to me, is, like, a perfect ecosystem because there are no losers in that scenario. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, that is, yeah, it's a good point. Man, I wish that was happening right now. <laughs> yeah, April, April, next next April. So, I mean, next April when that happens, you know, Black, Black Widow probably is the first on the block to potentially to be, on that. be on that. So, you know. We'll see what happens. That's yeah, just that, guy, that guy's about to make a ton of money. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me speculating, you know, like none of this stuff. I, you know, I'm just going off of like, you know, two plus yeah. people yeah, score, yeah. you know. I know but, what you mean. But, you know, because I don't see Disney Plus going like, oh, here's Black Widow on on Christmas Day. Watch it now. Well, I'll be honest, like Mandalorian, you know, just came out with their first episode of season two. And, uh, right. I haven't used Disney Plus since I watched the first season. So I was doing that uh, Verizon special where you got the year for free or whatever. Yeah. That ran out. So I'm like, I don't really care. <laughs> you know, like, you know, so like it's better to put something like Black Widow on something like that than Disney Plus because do you got to pay for the subscription plus the movie, which is what they did with Mulan, I think, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to pay for the subscription. <laughs> it's like, hey, this is premium. This is premium. This is like, I don't know, like, I don't know. This is just a weird situation where a lot of these platforms have come to market without any content all the way. You know, like The Mandalorian, great. That was like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, like, I know they have other stuff in the works that are going to be, you know, just as baller yeah but it's like you guys weren't really ready to bring this out yet like if you right. guys have just made mandalorians like like in a perfect world i would have just said hey let's make three seasons of the mandalorian without telling anybody let's just have the seasons ready like like all the seasons so then that way we can have all of our shows ready to launch at like disney when disney plus first came out so then mm -hmm. you can have all these shows that are original and you can watch them but it, the Mandalorian was kind of just by itself and still kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they've got some original stuff on there, but nothing. They that had that high like, school you know. musical show. Yeah. That was a really... launch title, but like. Yeah. And now all these other networks or streaming platforms are like trying different things like Peacock, you know, which is an NBC platform. You know, they're like, Ooh, guess what? We're doing a Saved by the Bell uh, sequel show, you know? And it's like, I don't care about that. Like, that's not going to bring me into. I'm not going to pay another subscription for that. Yeah, I'm like, you guys have to bring your A game here. And, you know, they are trying to. They're like, hey, we're going to do like a serious version of The Fresh Prince. You want to watch that? I'm like, I don't. Out of morbid curiosity? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll take the free trial to watch that. But, you know, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, you need to, you need to purchase a subscription to. Support. Well, it's also like like when you have something like like Disney Plus, like the way they launched, people just got the free trial and would probably watch Mandalorian and then never like resub. Like <laughs> I had I had one friend who was like, "I'm not gonna sub until they like the last episode of Clone Wars comes out." 
and then I'll just re- I'll just sub for one month and watch nothing but Star Wars and then unsub. That's actually pretty smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the problem smart. is dodging spoilers, which I've already had the episode one spoiled for me. So. Oh, you haven't watched it yet? No. Oh man. No, I already had I already had something spoiled for me. We can talk about that another time. Though. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about. It. I'm just going to say it was really. I've got good. a lot. I've got a lot to say about the spoiler I heard about, and I don't. I mean, like, I kind of like it, but I also don't. But. I was like, okay, okay, okay. I see you. I see yeah, you. well, I, 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 that's what I've heard, and if it's exactly what I've heard, then I'm, 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 you know, I'm on board. But that's all I said when I when I watched. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. Okay. I, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. We'll do. We'll have this discussion because I got a lot to say about it. If it's, uh, I know. That's well, I've got I a lot to say about that franchise in general. I almost texted you when I watched it, and then I was like, I don't think he's watched it yet. So. So like, you already know what I'm talking about. Yes. Okay. I think. At least I think. But yeah. Oh, well, whatever. We can talk about it another time because yeah, yeah. I, I got a lot to get off my chest. Yeah. And so, <laughs> moving on. Well, actually, this is kind of on topic with Disney Plus. Uh, Marvel has, a, or Disney Plus has, a, you know, a, attached Oscar Isaac to star in uh, the Moon Knight TV show. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm okay with that. <laughs> now, you know, Moon Knight, to me, has been a character, an obscure superhero character that, like, people have somehow started this traction to get Moon Knight his own movie or TV show. You know, like, oh, people, like, like they should make Moon Knight. Moon Knight would be really cool. And I'm like, how do you know about Moon Knight? Like, <laughs> you know, like, we haven't really seen Moon Knight in anything. Like, in, yeah, like, really haven't. like, me as a kid watching Spider-Man or any of the Marvel stuff, they don't show Moon Knight like pop Mm -hmm. up right and so it's just like i only saw him in like one video game and that was spider-man web of shadows yeah he has has like a whole whole thing in there but i know like nothing about him but for those of you who don't know who moon knight is the description is moon knight aka mark specter is a mercenary who has numerous alter egos cabbie jake lockley and millionaire playboy stephen grant in order to fight the criminal underworld but later he was established as being a conduit for the Egyptian moon god, Khonshu. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Now See, I'm he's pay- literally just Batman with a uh, like mental, like legit mental issues. Yeah. That they, that they actually, you know, to actually explore. And he has like some like powers. And that to me, I'm like, <laughs> and that to me, I'm like, I don't know how this if this fits into the Disney brand. Yeah, I get that. This is more of a, like, I mean, I was saying it before, like um, a long time, like it's more of a Netflix thing, which obviously isn't a and, thing anymore. <laughs> but that's what I was saying. Like, yeah, they could make that work within that the realm of that universe because mm-hmm. that universe is a lot more grounded, right? delve into like some superpowers here and there but like you know even in like luke cage it's still like a pretty surprising thing to see him break shit you know like yeah. through walls and shit so it's not like you know uh superpower things aren't that prominent in that universe so <laughs> yeah that's what i thought he would work in but i do agree i don't see how it's going to work right in the disney brand simply because of how dark his character is yeah, yeah, like beating each, beating people up, like like whenever it comes to like street brawler heroes and stuff like that, right. like I just feel like that's like like harder PG thirteen territory, maybe. Yeah, you know. But hey, if it got Oscar Isaac, it sounds like 
Disney Plus might be strategizing how to like make more mature content without it actually like messing with the Marvel brand, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm sure Falcon and the Winter Soldier will be like Civil War, like in tone and violence, right? So, right. So they probably have a, a, a situation where they have thought through how to make that clear. Well, they're getting a little bit more risky because, I mean, look at, um, I mean, Doctor Strange, multiverse, can't talk, multiverse <laughs> of madness is supposed to be like a horror movie, like mm-hmm. the first Marvel horror, which horror movies can be PG-13, but I still feel like that's a, I don't know, just a unique break genre for Disney to just let Marvel explore. I'd be you know? interested to see if they actually pull off the horror movie thing, because I think Scott Derrickson, the original director of the first one, wanted it to be or he said he wanted it to be a horror movie right Mm -hmm. so then they let him go like they had some type of creative differences and got sam raimi yeah and sam raimi is like the the horror guy right so Mm -hmm. but i'm like how far are they gonna push that threshold is is gonna be it's gonna be really interesting going forward yeah well there is one thing we know they'll definitely stop at something yeah (laughs) they definitely have a threshold yeah like how far are they gonna get scary even right like like but I mean, that kind of, I think that kind of plays back to Moon Knight, like gives me a little bit more hope because I'm like, they could push the really dark superhero agenda if they wanted to. I mean, yeah. obviously, but I mean, look at, you know, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, towards the end of that movie, it gets pretty weird and pretty dark. <laughs> True. <laughs> really fast. Yeah. I think they should, uh, honestly, when I look at Moon Knight, like if Moon Knight works, they need to just go go ahead and just get Daredevil on track. Yeah, and just that's what they're gonna do though. They're gonna yeah. try to make the Moon Knight their Daredevil, their Netflix version of Daredevil. That's what I, I'm I can see that. I can see that happening. And then maybe he gets like captured and like see, or like he gets uh, arrested in like season two or something, and he needs a lawyer. Yeah, there you and go. And it's there you go. Charlie Cox, same dude from Netflix, Netflix era Daredevil. I, I want him to come back so bad. It would be cool. That would be like, like that would be something fans would go crazy over. Because I feel like the way season three of Daredevil ended, it was like it was perfect. But they also like teased the like the best chunk of Daredevil lore over our heads. Yep. And I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 seemed really hurt by that. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like Bullseye is Daredevil's like Joker, right? And it's yeah. like season three of Daredevil was like the 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 molding of that guy because he still was just like a, a, a psychopath that just had like some some uh issues with parental figures and shit like that but like once he got rid of that that's like the real bullseye where it's like just a dude that's looking to be as sadistic as possible and yeah. have fun doing it yeah yeah and so yeah well i mean i have hope they'll do that I think I think if Moon Knight does well, I think they're gonna try to mold Moon Knight kind of sort of to that tone. Maybe not identical, mm-hmm. but if that does well, then they'll bring back some of the Netflix people. Yeah, I think so too. Maybe. I think Kevin Feige's whole game plan or for the TV shows on Disney Plus, he said, is to weave in and out of movies. So like Moon Knight could get his own movie after season one of it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or that is, it's just going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm excited about that. Who was the – wasn't there another rumor, though, for Moon Knight? Right, like, 
like a couple weeks before Oscar Isaac got announced, weren't people talking about another person? Oh yeah, there's several names like Shia LaBeouf. You know, he was a name, and I think he would have been awesome, but I just don't think he would have signed on to do it because he's just one of those guys who are like I feel like are difficult to work with. Not difficult to work with, but difficult to get onto a project that's like mainstream because he was okay. mainstream for a good chunk of his like entry into Hollywood. Right, right. You know, he got everything you could want if you were like an actor trying to get in. You got he got uh you know Transformers, Disturbia, yeah. uh trying to oh Indiana Jones. Like and they basically like was like, hey, this is this is yours now. After yeah. after this Indiana Jones movie works, you're gonna have a Mutt Williams franchise. Basically, that at least that's what the thinking was. Right, right, right. I'm not saying that that was what was like what people wanted. I know what you mean. Yeah, like he basically came in on the top of the totem pole. Yeah, he came in high. And I would also say, don't waste him on somebody like Moon Knight. You got to give give him something that's like chunkier, like that that you know he wouldn't resist. What do you want? What would you want him to be in? Wolverine. You want him to be Wolverine? Wolverine. He's Wolverine, bro. I'm like, I'm watching, I, I, I watched him like a couple of months ago in a movie. And I was like, he's, and he's, he's small, but he's kind of like stacked now. You know, yeah. it's kind of like, he's, he's ripped a little bit. And I'm like, okay, well, there might be something there. There's something there. Because when you say Hugh Jackman, you don't think Wolverine at first. Like in the 90s, when they announced him, I was like, this guy's Wolverine? Yeah. I don't see it. But Shia LaBeouf, I think he's got that like edge of like, you just don't know what he's going to do. And he's like, you know, kind of un- not unstable, but he 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 plays unstable characters who, with anger issues really well. And the idea of playing somebody who's like, I don't know, 200 years old, who's like a little bit more like feral, you know, yeah. trying to find that humanity because he's a method, not maybe not even a method actor, but he's some type of actor right, that right. will draw that that type of emotionality into a role but i don't know maybe i'm wrong maybe they'll get some some other pretty boy to we'll play see that's 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 a weird one that's a weird one but it's like hey i, don't know if I like that one <laughs> it's just Be one honest. of those you have to see it in motion you got to see it with the mutton chops the beard the yeah the, the hair you know? i need to see him with a beard and then i'll be like that's yeah. it or that's not it. <laughs> it's like the Robert Pattinson Batman stuff. Like I was saying, like for for months, I was like, yeah. Robert Pattinson, he's gonna be the next. Like, and you fans of the podcast know, I said this back in 2018. I said Robert Pattinson would be a dope Batman, and then people, and then Justin was like, oh, that'll never happen. He's too soft to play Batman. But that next year, he's Batman. So it's just yeah. like. And, and people were still like, oh, well, I don't see him as that character. And you saw the trailer, instantly a light bulb hits in your head, and you're like, oh, okay. That's yeah, okay. I mean, you yeah, you remember you you did kind of say something to me about that a while back, and I was like, no. Yeah, my, yeah, my casting sounded obscure or, or odd at first, but once you see him in motion, it's like. Well, the thing about Robert Pattinson is, like, I think gothic, too, when I think of his name, too, because of Twilight. Yes, yes, you know? brooding. Yeah, so, I was like, he's already kind of played Batman already. <laughs> he's played a vampire, a pretty boy vampire. But a ba- but I mean, Bruce Wayne's supposed to be like that, so. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Really? 
Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how how that turns out. Because wouldn't it suck if he, he if his like performance was trash after all this hyping up? Not the oh, that would that would be oh that would decimate me. <laughs> I'd be like, man, come on. Like, cause that, cause Batman's one of the few like um, comic books that I've read, not in preparation of a movie or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got into Batman solely because I just was curious. Read one comic of Batman that I really liked the storyline, and then I wanted to read another one. <laughs> and then I just went down the rabbit hole for a couple months, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, Robert Pattinson Batman," and I was like, "Finally!" Like, cause I, I'm newer to Batman, so I didn't, you know. Justice yeah. League and stuff. I yeah. didn't have a Batman in mind for that. Now I actually have one. So I'm like, I'm a fan going into it versus yeah. like someone who's like, yeah, I grew up watching Batman. It looks cool. You know, I'm more like, a, oh, it's supposed to be like a little bit of year one with a little bit of long Halloween and dark victory. Like that sounds cool as fuck. So yeah. like, <laughs> I really hope movie theaters are open. Nick, well, actually, I think they moved it to 2022 actually, but. Well. And That's one I would like to see in theaters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When that when those opening credits hit, it's mm. in the room in the IMAX room with the fans, opening night, just screaming. That that will be that'll be that'll be something to share. You really miss that, don't you? I do miss that. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I felt that was it was a uh, Rise of Skywalker. Every I feel like that's everyone's last movie, dude. Was that's that? It. Yeah, well, actually, well, that's not, not your last movie, but the last movie you felt that way, but yeah, yeah, and then like Bad Boys for Life kind of was similar, but it was like a little bit, you know, like has a smaller cult fan base following. Right. But yeah, Rise of Skywalker, it was just you could feel the energy like before the movie played and stuff like that. Yeah, and you can only get that in theaters, which is yeah. why I think theaters will be okay in the long run. Yeah, I think for me, it's just like the things I'd want to watch in theaters would be. The, the Batmans and the Star Wars, you know. Yeah. But, like, I don't, like, I didn't go see the Sonic movie solely because, well, A, kind of COVID, but B, also because I don't think I still would have went to the theater to see it because I don't care for the theater that much. I did go right. see, like, Detective Pikachu in the theater, but I guess that's just a victim of proving that I like Pokemon more than Sonic. But, like, <laughs> you know, like, it has to be something, like, that I'm really, like, really, 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 like, looking forward to, built up, passionate about, and, like, to me to go to the theater so like i would have watched sonic from home i would have yeah. watched i probably would have watched bad boys from for, uh, for life at home actually because my mom really wanted to go see that movie and we never got around to seeing it we went and saw mm. star wars instead um <laughs> yeah. so that, i mean that's you know for someone like myself stream at home that's, <laughs> <I wanna> do. <laughs> that's all that's all we can do right right now at this point but i'm glad that we were, we were talking about batman because one piece of news or i guess that's a big deal. Is uh the Justice League, uh Snyder cut reshoots that are happening right now, or I guess shoots. I don't even know if they're reshoots at this point. They're just yeah, adding like shoots. New, yeah, they're adding new like scenes into the movie. And uh, basically, the the hottest piece of news that come out like in within the last two weeks was Jared Leto is set to play the Joker again in this cut. Let's that's, that's gonna be uh I, that's juicy it's got a lot to 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 think about you know to unwrap like is I, it gonna be identical to the to the joker we saw in um suicide squad or is it gonna be like the same look and a similar vibe but completely different tone 
okay. Well, here's what I'm seeing in my mind. I have like three okay. variations I have in my mind off of seeing or reading that news. Okay. <laughs> we cut open. We open to a desert wasteland, right? And then we see Batman. And he's shooting a gun at parademons, right? And they're like overpowering him, you know, and he can't really do anything. And then guess what happens? A purple Lamborghini shows up, runs over a bunch of these parademons. Who comes out? Jared Leto's Joker. But he's like wearing like more like dystopian dark future yeah. clothes, ragtag clothes. And they've allied, they've teamed up because now they have a bigger enemy to face. An unholy alliance okay. between Batman and the Joker in this dark side uh, controlled world. Right. Well, isn't there that one photo of like him having like a Joker gun or something? Well, basically, like Joker's face on well, it? yeah, basically Zack Snyder's in, in Batman v Superman, Batman's that nightmare Batman had was a glimpse into the future. It was actually like a scene in the future of Batman's timeline. Right. Darkseid took over and his gun, he, it had a Joker card on it. And some fans are like, okay, so he killed the Joker maybe. That's one theory is that Batman finally broke his rule and killed for the first time. Even though that one's already killed a lot of it's people. It's debatable. It's debatable. Yeah. I, like he killed, like that Batman... It doesn't go out of his way to kill people, right? He just kills whoever's in his way. It's not even if you're in his way. It's just if you, like, throw a grenade at him and he kicks it back and you blow up, is it really him killing you? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, really, I mean, didn't he run over a ton of dudes with that car? And with the really Batmobile and everything? I mean, he shot their, their vehicles and their vehicles exploded and he ran them over. Yes, that was murder. Yes, I will. Say that. I will say yeah, that, that was, was definitely murder. Yeah, I, but... couldn't, I couldn't be his lawyer in that case because I would have, I, 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 I would lose that, that argument. <laughs> but, but yeah, he did kill a lot, right? But it wasn't straight up like I have murder in my heart. Like he wasn't going out of his way to kill everybody. What I'm know? saying, it was like if they were in his way. Yeah, <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm like, damn it, Zach. Why'd you have to do this? But, but, but at, but at the same time, it's also like, yeah, Batman, who's like lost a lot and is like near the brink of like going too far in trying to kill Superman, which is like the really like his first like intent murder, basically. Right. And so with that card, Joker card, a lot of fans were like, oh, maybe he he killed the Joker and has that to signify that like, you know. Now he's, you know, he's a killer and he has to remember why he's a killer and shit like right. that. Or kind of like the same with his parents' death and whatnot. Yeah. Or they're at they are allies at this point. Like maybe somehow they come to some crazy understanding. I don't know. And the Joker dies, you know, and Batman holds that card to kind of like as a like significant piece of like like this was like one of my brother in arms and shit like that. Right. It could happen. I like because it's the Snyder Cut, baby. Anything could happen. <laughs> uh, those are three. Those are your three takes on what that's going to happen to the Joker. Oh, and then I had a third one, and it was like uh, the Joker's like teamed up with Dark Side or some shit. <laughs> you know, but I don't really see the Joker doing that because he's not really that kind of guy. It's too. Right. That would be too easy for him to like. Oh, but I could see him having dominion 
in Dark Side's world somewhere, like, you know, like there's like one part of the city that Batman and his like his uh, people need to go to to get something special to beat Dark Side. Yeah. They gotta go into like Joker territory or some shit. And so there's like people with like, you know, clown faces with like ragtag guns and stuff like that. And so there's like all these militias that you gotta worry about because, you know, I'm sure all the scummy Gotham villains have like they're you know, still like around yeah and have strongholds you know working with dark side maybe like oh well you know we give him some we give him some fresh people to sacrifice yeah. whatever to make parademons he leaves us alone and we're good yeah you know and so maybe batman has to do like a, a rescue mission of someone yeah yeah yeah. that's about to turn into a parademon yeah or what if like the, the rescue mission was to get the joker because they're allies I'm really pushing for the yeah, ally, man. Because I've, I've never seen that before, and it's a cool like. It would just be a cool thing because we've never seen. You don't think that's taboo? It's so taboo, but I'm okay with it because. No, nah, I mean, like I'm talking like Wolverine claws type taboo, like no, taboo, taboo. I don't, I don't think so because that's Batman's extreme fantasy. That's Batman's biggest fantasy is if he can cure the Joker somehow or push him towards a way that's away from what he's doing right and so you have dark side come and destroy the whole like destroy the world superman's evil now yeah superman is a bad guy now the justice league is dead aquaman's dead wonder woman maybe might be alive still cyborgs half a man now you know like he's trying to figure out how to go back in time flash is desperate yeah. like like everybody is pushed into a corner that they never would have saw themselves in so like so seeing Batman team up with or being an ally of the Joker, you know, as a Joker being like, you know, I don't want to destroy the whole world. Like right. there's no fun in that. You know, like we can go back to being enemies when this is done or yeah, something. Yeah. Who knows what could happen. So that like that to me is like a really cool concept. And it is taboo, right? But it's like, you know, we've seen we've seen every other iteration of Batman and the Joker. We've seen the Heath Ledger. Batman Joker. We've seen the Kevin Conroy Batman and the Joker yeah. thing, but where else can we go from there in the alternate timeline? Yeah, I mean that that's true. Plus, you have two extreme or extremely different takes on those characters too, right? Like this Batman does kill, and then this Joker looks not like the Joker you would think he would look like. So it's like two different takes on them too. So I guess. If we're going to talk about taboo, I mean, let's start with that. But if we're getting away with we're basically throwing that out the window, then I guess, yeah. Yeah, like everything <laughs> could happen. Yeah, everything Snyder's done has been, been really weird. Like, for, like, he went the abstract route. Like, oh, they're making a Batman versus Superman movie? Like, oh, well, they're going to, like, fight for, like, 30 minutes, the first 30 minutes of the movie. Then they're going to, like, team up and fight, like, Lex and the Joker. Like, that's, yeah. that's like, in everybody's head, that's what we thought was going to happen. Right. And then what we got was, oh, Batman saw Superman fuck some shit up when he was fighting Zod. And was like, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, oh, well, that's different. That's not what I expected. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was... I didn't know what to expect out of that movie. That movie, yeah, right? Like, the first time you watch it, it's like, where is this going? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know, like, is it like a... You know, like, how do you take that? Yeah, I get it. You're supposed to watch it. It's a Batman and a Superman movie, but, like, you, your mind has a hard time distinguishing that going into it. Like, is it a Batman or is it a Superman movie? Okay, it's both of them, but, like, why? 
Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And, like, and I get that they fight. They're like, they don't get along in the comics and whatnot. But, like, still, it just was like, I don't, you know, I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was very, very weird. For, especially 2016. Because that was a, a time for DC where anything was possible after Man of Steel. Like, people were like, oh, well, you know, 2013 when Man of Steel came out. It was like, okay, well, now they have somewhere to go. Yeah. What does that look like? I don't know. But, you know, 2016, oh, Batman's in it? Played by Ben Affleck? I don't know. That could be good or that could be really bad. And then you see the pictures of them and you're like, oh, okay, this looks kind of, this looks kind of cool. Let's, let's see where this goes. And then, you know, it wasn't a Marvel movie. Right. <laughs> and that is any... That's, I, that's what everyone wanted. Yeah. And so I think a universe exists where this that can happen now while also the Snyder Cut can, or the, the Snyder universe uh, can still exist because there's rumors right now of like if this works then they can continue Snyder's universe on HBO Max yeah with like a mini series or whatever no, I mean I yeah I'm down with that I mean the only one that I guess that I mean I liked pretty much everything they've done I mean the first Justice League was very meh but oh boy that hurt my soul hurt my soul so much to the bone I didn't even say anything bad about it when I when I saw the opening night after I saw it I just saw I just said I texted or I posted. I was I said I just saw Justice League. Yeah, I remember that stuff. <laughs> it was just it. That was it. That was it. Like there's yeah. nothing else to say. I had nothing to take away from the movie other than like this I know this is not this person's work. You know? Yeah. It's like if I made like a short film that was supposed to come out and then it was like some like shitty quality Instagram, like recorded thing right and you're like i know daniel didn't shoot this <laughs> like daniel would, would go through a lot more efforts to make this good it's funny because i feel like there's a lot of people out there that don't care like after the justice League, they just don't care enough to even know that the snyder cut is a thing yeah when talking to some people and they're like oh yeah snyder cut. i mean that's that'll i'm that'll be pretty cool i guess you know yeah i might i might check that out it's like i don't know man it's like <laughs> Yeah. It's like just as big a deal as like any like a fucking Avengers movie being announced, really. I, yeah, I mean, this is like if they if like they came out and said, "Oh, Avengers Endgame," we actually had like two hours of more footage, but we cut it out because you know. Uh, yeah. For well, it's just, well, it's more than that though. I mean, <laughs> right? It's they're doing that, but also at the same time, basically rewriting the whole movie. Yeah, or it's like you know, like this is the version that he was he had set out to do i guess and even now more so because you know like they gave him more money so he can come up with crazier yeah stories because i'm sure the joker thing wasn't originally in his justice league obviously because no. jared leto didn't shoot any scenes for that uh, prior when justice league came out so with that being said you know there's also the news of deathstroke being in going to he's shooting some scenes right matter good same uh, guy uh, yeah, yeah I can, I'm never going to pronounce that last name right. I don't think I said it right either, but <laughs> the closest approximation to his last name. Well, I love him in How I Met Your Mother, which is pretty much the only thing I know him from. But I know him as the guy in uh, the first Spider-Man, uh, Flash. Oh, yeah, he does play Flash in the yeah. first Spider-Man. <laughs> I think you're pretty funny, huh? Don't you freak. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to fight you, Flash. Yeah, I don't want to fight me neither. <laughs> I don't know. I remember that scene so vividly, but it's a great scene. But uh <laughs> but uh I think uh 
like he could also be in the nightmare sequences like of like dark side's future or whatever where like well like batman teams up with a bunch of bad guys yeah like i mean that's that's uh, that's like some uh uh injustice well bad superman's like injustice but yeah like if superman's evil it, you can do anything at this point like if he's just yeah. fucking like corrupted like you need every person that can help you defeat him <laughs> right no that's true that's true i don't know man there's i didn't even think about putting joker in one of the flashback i was thinking about like like some gotham scenes or something that would be I don't cool know why. Be like cool. no i mean well that's what everyone's probably thinking but that's your mind's out there. I like, I like where your mind's at. Because <laughs> mine yeah, wasn't there. Yeah, because the I was like, oh, cool, Jerry Leto Joker. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with him, but I'm not that excited about it. But that would be pretty cool. No, no, no. Yeah, you're right. And, I mean, who knows? He might even do, like, a Jason Todd death flashback or something. That would be cool. Because, you know, a part of the Justice League thing that bothered me so much was I was like, Batman should have difficulty working with teams at this point in his career. Because, because of Jason Todd, who obviously is... Yeah, and Dick Grayson and yeah. Barbara. Like, all of them hate him at this point, probably. Right. So it's just like, there's probably a lot of damage there that he could tell the team, like, I've lost people before, you know? Like, yeah. you know, or maybe like the Flash sees the, the bronze Jason Todd uh, statue and it's like, you know, who's that? And it's like, yeah, he was my, you know... Uh, my old partner. Yeah, I don't want to say sidekick because that just don't sound right in a Zack Snyder movie. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like he's my partner and stuff like that. And then and they're like, "What happened to him?" And then a flashback of just being like the Joker, like you know, a crazy Zack Snyder with a crowbar guy. or whatever. Yeah, blood in the air, slow motion. You know. Yeah. And who would they get to play Jason Todd? I don't know, but you get somebody that like could be unexpected, like that would blow people's minds, but. They'll get they'll get like someone from a CW show. <laughs> that would be pretty funny, but uh, yeah, like you know, you could do some crazy Gotham, Gotham scenes because I mean, you know, people kind of do want to see what Jared Leto has to offer. Yeah, I was never turned off by that or by the way he looked. Yeah, it was just Suicide Squad. They didn't have an, they didn't show Joker enough. Like people were under the assumption that he was the bad guy of Suicide Squad, which he wasn't. Right. And he, then there's the whole thing. Didn't like Jared Leto say he filmed way more scenes and most of his best, what he considered his best scenes were cut or something like that? Yes, yes. Yeah. Man, Warner Brothers be treating their actors like shit. <laughs> well, it's funny because I think uh, the director of Suicide Squad, uh, um, oh, I'm blanking on his name so bad right now. It hurts my soul that I'm blanking. But it's a Monday, so bear with me, guys. <laughs> just uh, you know just David Ayer David Ayer that's, that's there we go David Ayer basically said uh, a couple of days ago that like the first or his cut of the movie is completely different it doesn't have the music all the crazy music that the version we had saw in it interesting the plot of the movie was a lot different and basically they panicked after seeing the reaction of Batman v Superman and how people responded so well to Deadpool that they got Jeff Johns to rewrite the parts of the movie and reshoot. So a lot of the scenes that you watch. Reshoots, <laughs> man. More like re- not Warner Brothers, more like Warner reshoots. Yeah. yeah. And so they basically reshot a lot of that movie. And so 
now that we know Jeff Johns like like wrote some of those, a lot of lines for Justice League reshoots and Suicide Squad reshoots. It's like no wonder these movies fucking suck because it's like you know we got somebody who writes comics to write a movie. Like right, not that that's you can't do that, but it's like they are different mediums. Right, right, and so. It just, I don't know. It would be cool to have, like, some redemption there because there's rumors that there might be, like, a Suicide Squad air cut, you know, on HBO Max, which could be cool. I would watch it. I, they're going to they're gonna wait and see what uh, Justice League does first. Yeah, and his is probably easier to make, too, because it's, you know, like, he already has a completed version of it that just needs some effects done. Yeah. Like, like he has, like, a longer version of Suicide Squad that's different, like, extremely different. Right. So it's, like... He could have that ready to go at any point. But, you know, if you watch the Comic-Con trailer for Suicide Squad, it's a completely different tone. Even the coloring is different. Yeah. And so. Yeah, see, you, the way you felt about Justice League was how I felt about Suicide Squad. Like, I didn't hate it. I didn't like it either. But I was like, yeah, it's a movie. It did, yeah, it did his <laughs> job. It did his job. And also, I had fun seeing Will Smith do his Will Smith. Okay, thing. Will Smith was awesome. Yeah, yeah. And That's the only thing that stood out. Yeah. I mean, Har- I, Harley Quinn is a, is a delight. Yeah. But it's a delight. That's about it. Yeah. What? No, that's right. That's probably the whitest thing I think I've ever said, to be honest. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I mean, you're right. She was good. She was a delight in that movie. And it would be cool if we could get, all, it'd be cool if we could get everybody that was wronged by Warner Brothers to have cameo in the Snyder Cut somehow. Like, like it would be cool to see Will Smith show up in the dark night. Oh, that, would, that would be cool. You know, he's like, got like, he's like arm gun thing. He's shooting at some pair of demons as they're like tearing them apart. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, that'd be awesome. No, that would be awesome. Yeah, he's like, it'd be like a, it would be like, dude, it could easily be like um, in game, like like third like third act. Yeah, Mad Max, a Mad Max sequence. You yeah, know, like, like one of the characters takes one for the team. Will Smith has got his dead shot mask on, and he's yeah. like, he's like, he's like, get back to the Batmobile or the whatever Batman flies. I don't know. But just get back to it, shooting at them and stuff, and they're just like tearing them apart. It'd be really cool. Uh, um, <laughs> I want to see some Green Lanterns though. Green Lanterns would be cool. I just don't see them. I don't know what they what they would look like in. Yeah, I know. It's like that's that's what's so hard. Like whatever they look like, if they put them in Justice League, they have to look like in the movie that comes out in a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, you know, like yeah. yeah. But well, there are rumors that Hal Jordan is in. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, and, it, it is, and, and on top of that, here's the, the crazy rumor. And I didn't even say this rumor because I was like, this is too crazy for me to believe that this would happen. Okay, but the Hal see. Jordan is played by... You ready? I hope I know who he is first off. Go on. You're going to know. You're going to know. Okay. Brian Reynolds. No. No <laughs> way. There's no way, dude. That would be fucking it. cool. There's no way. It's just a rumor right now. This isn't even like a legitimate thing. Listen, I don't, I, I don't see him agreeing to that again. I here, here's, here's my, here's my, my. He's Deadpool. He doesn't need another superhero. Here's my take, though. This is my take. Yes, Green Lantern was a flop, but it was supposed to be the start of the DC universe originally, right? That failed. 
Man, it still happened. He went and did Deadpool. Deadpool has raised his stock up significantly. He is now a, a wanted man for any studio. Any studio wants to work with him. Disney has a movie coming out at some point, Free Guy or whatever, which is supposed to be a big movie. So they want to be back. Warner Brothers wants to be back in the, the, the you know, Ryan Reynolds business, right? Right. What way could they do it? I don't know. Maybe have him play a more experienced Hal Jordan that is, you know, has a actual legit costume, not CG, more serious, but, you know, kind of fun, fun still, you know, working with Zack Snyder. Making him look like a because you know Zack Snyder's gonna make you look like a badass. That's one hundred percent certified. That, right? Yeah, I know. So I don't think Ryan Reynolds is a bad Green Lantern. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. It's just one of those things where it's just like so abstract to think right. that a movie that failed, you can get a second chance with the same guy to right. play it is is crazy. But well, it's it sounds wrong. Right? <laughs> it's because because then you're piecing together in your brain you're trying to piece together the Green Lantern movie to that but zach since it's a multiverse right you can have characters that look the same but have completely different lives so that's my plausibility of it now that the multiverse has opened up it's just ryan reynolds as hal jordan from a different green lantern story that we never saw i mean i'm not i'm not i'm not against it i just don't think it'll happen (laughs) Because you know in his contract with Disney now probably says he can't be in a Warner Brothers like superhero movie. He can. He can be in a superhero movie. This, I mean, there's nothing that's going to stop him. The only thing that's stopping him uh, from doing like Deadpool 3 is himself, you know, because he's very controlling of that franchise. Yeah. And Marvel's like, well, we have plans and we know how to do our thing, right? And it's like, you know, all right, well, I'm gonna go do something else in the meantime. And and it's a if it's a cameo too, like like yeah. five minutes of or like a five minute cameo or something, like two days work. But I and then him. that's their test drive to see if they want to use him in the actual yeah. buddy cop movie. Yeah, or just have a scene of him, you know, in the nightmare sequence. Mrs. Doing his thing. Yeah, his par- yeah, doing his thing, messing up some parademons. Too many, too many questions at that point, though, with then, no answers. And then Dark Side, ooh, or what if like, what if like we're like in Dark Side's throne room and we see some dude strung up, and then he's just like, and then Dark Side's just sitting down looking at the Green Lantern ring, and it's all cracked and stuff, and mm. he's just like, so you're the last one, and, and then it's just Ryan Reynolds strung up. And he's just looking at the ring and stuff like that. And he's like saying, I don't know. Like you can just have a really cool like dark sequence or something. Yeah. Like you don't even have to show him as Greenlander, but like fans like you and me would be like, oh. connect. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, but what? it's like Yeah. I'm 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 doing a lot of edge. It's a little dark wild stuff. here, but you know, I like it. Yeah. I like, I, yeah, I like where your head's at. Yeah, it's fun. Just to show dark side friends, <laughs> you know, but what could be, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Or you could, like, at the end of part three of Zack Snyder's Justice League, because, you know, it's like a four-part miniseries, right? At the end of, like, the, the third episode, you see somebody in space getting a message from, like, I don't know, one of the heroes. Maybe Cyborg sends out, like, an intergalactic message to, like, yeah. the Lantern Corps, because he has the database of, like, other heroes who could help. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Ryan Reynolds is in space, 
And he like, you see like, or you just see a ring, a fist and a ring, and it pulls up Cyborg's little communication or whatever, you know? And then you just see Ryan Reynolds blasting through space into a wormhole, trying to get to Earth. That's it. And you're like, oh, part four. The Justice League gets help from the Green Lantern to fight Steppenwolf. I would be down with that, but I just don't see it happening, man. You're making me too excited with these awesome ideas, man. I just don't see it happening. I mean, anything. I'm saying Zack Snyder is the, the guy that can make anything possible. He he has cre- he or he has the opportunity to make a different version of a six hundred million dollar movie. The most no one, well, it's just a very rare opportunity. I, I, get, I get what you're saying. So, like, why not just pull all the stops? But I this just is your last stand. I definitely think he's gonna pull all the stops. I just don't think it's gonna be that that I, crazy. It's so crazy that I'm like, it's like I feel it's like this man. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this man is so crazy that like you have to think of the most craziest option, and he will. That's probably the most likely thing. So. We'll see. Me, yeah, me reading that news or, or the, the rumor, because, again, guys, this is a rumor with him being Green Lantern. I'm like, this is – like, I was just like you. I was like, no. no I, Don't post that rumor. That's too – That's not going to happen. That's crazy. That's mm-hmm. crazy talk. But it's like, you know, Keanu Reeves in The Matrix when he, like, figures out if he's in, like, a simulation. He's like, it's not real. I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's kind of how I felt. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. actually. Yeah. But, uh, and I guess moving on from the Jared Leto, Deathstroke, Justice League theorizing, because I, I think that's all of my theories. I don't know if you had any other ones. No, I don't really. Yeah. I mean, I'm down for whatever. Just, I just want to see some badass stuff. Yeah. And in terms of, in, 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 in speaking of Justice League, uh, Ray Fisher, he uh, came out with some more news about the the reshoot news. Yeah, of Joss Whedon's Justice League reshoot when back in 2017. You know, he's he's he's, he's uh said some some crazy stuff like uh, Whedon basically wanted to lighten up black actors in the movie because he just didn't like the way that they were lit. Huh. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of the 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 reaction so far has just been like that's kind of crazy, like, and basically like did he say some other racist shit? Oh, um, I mean that's pretty much I think the biggest piece of it. It was okay. that he said there was more racist shit going on, but oh, okay. he he said he's gonna he's gonna reveal that at a later time when it's when it's it's when right, because they're right. still under investigation, basically. Right. And, uh, you know, all of the actors of color in Zack Snyder's Justice League was were removed. Iris West was in Justice League. That's right. Fuck, I didn't think about that. She's gone. Or she's like, she's like, I feel bad for her the, the most because she's been attached to the Flash movie for like five years now. Yeah. <laughs> And they still haven't made it, and she was supposed to show up in Justice League so they could tease the Flash movie, you know? Right. And she got cut out of that, and so it kind of left room for them to recast her, you know? A different oh, no. Iris West, but they haven't done that, obviously, because we see the Snyder cut right. back in the, the thing. But 
uh, other than that, in oh, they cut out like uh, Cyborg's mom, you know, who's a big part of his story, obviously, you know, because that's one of the major things that runs Cyborg's will to be a hero. Right, know? right. And uh, I was reading somewhere online, like people talking about this after uh Fisher was talking about like you know just that whole made that whole comment about lighting you know black people and stuff and cutting them out people were like yeah now that I think about it like and you might be able to answer this because I never watched either of these series but they were like yeah I don't remember any black people in like Buffy or like in Firefly like a couple in Firefly and stuff and yeah, like, there were huh. <laughs> yeah there were a couple yeah there were a couple there were like there were no main characters in Buffy that were black, but they had like guest characters that were black and stuff. Okay, but it, but, it, but in Firefly they had a one one black lead like on that show, but that was it. And yeah, most of Joss Whedon's work is not really a lot of representation of other people. Like even, um, I'm, I'm thinking about like Avengers, just Nick Fury. Nick Fury. That's literally the only one I can think of. Yeah, it's kind of like in. Like I, I call it the Gilmore Girl effect. <laughs> <laughs> the Gilmore Girls effect, and what the Gilmore Girls effect is is basically if you watch that show, it's a universe where just black people don't exist. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> I never thought about it. that's fucked up. Now that I think about I it, I don't want it. And I'm not hating on and, and any of you people that listen to it that like Gilmore Girls. I'm not hating on Gilmore Girls at, at right at all. Like that's this universe, and that's what it is. But it is like a parallel Earth where it's just like wherever they live. I don't know where the Gilmore Girls live, but like I, I try to make a game where like I count like the background extras, how many like black people there are. <laughs> not that many. Not that many. I'm sorry to say. But, uh, I'm, I'm I'm at zero still. I can't. Yeah, and so the same kind of thing goes with like some most of Joss Whedon's work, and I know he, you know, is was like the feminist champion or whatever for it for years and you know now all this stuff is coming out about him that he's not that well, guy. I mean now that we know that it's pretty obvious that the feminist champion thing was more of a facade. Yeah. And so and and that's been difficult. Like look at me, look at how you know empowering feminism feminism. How don't look at this other shit that I've done though. Just don't look at that. <laughs> yeah. And then Ray Fisher even said some of the notes he got about his character ended up from uh, being from uh, Jeff Johns about, you know, what he should be like. Like, oh, yeah, you should be kind of like blacker and stuff, you know. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> At least that's what's implied when I read it. Like, I kind of get what he's saying. He said, I realized that the notes I ended up getting from John's own reshoots were just a coded version of the racist things he was saying behind closed doors with other execs. Okay, that makes sense. And so when I watch Justice yeah. League again, there's like a scene where he says "booyah," and I'm like, mm. it kind of fell flat because like I know mm. Cyborg says "booyah" a lot, but it just doesn't make sense in terms of his journey, like where he is in the movie. Right. But I was like, that totally was a note right there. Right. And he didn't even say it convincingly. Like I know he was mad when they like. <laughs> but, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and Man, I, now Jeff Johns is a racist son of a bitch. Well, he said Jeff Johns <laughs> called him like. But like last year about like Doom Patrol and was like, oh yeah, there's a new cyborg and you know, look how how people like how much people like this cyborg, you know? Like it's my version of cyborg and like, oh, oh, oh. So it's like throwing it in his face. Like 
And I'm like, that's a dick move right there. I don't what know if that's true. This is all he this is all somebody's somebody Look, I'm just kind of bummed because I really like the Green Lantern <laughs> he writes, okay? And that's okay. Now that I now that I think about it, you know, um I can't think of a fucking uh uh John Stewart Green Lantern. <laughs> like much yeah. And much I always, in his stories. He's in there or but like he's not he that. To do. And I always feel like we should get a redo on on that. I always say he is the most boring Green Lantern, John Stewart, because they don't give him anything to do. Like, yeah. he's just I'm, Well, I'm stoked that buddy cop movie. That's gonna be badass. That will be cool. If they do if they do it, if they do it right, get the right well, growing up, I mean I didn't read comics growing up, but I watched Justice League and that was the Green Lantern I knew. And he was cool. I didn't I actually didn't know there was a white Green Lantern until I got older. I know. Yeah, I, that, I literally that is, had no idea. That is uh, the, a common a common thing with that character. It's like same oh, with, yeah, same thing with like Wally West too. I guess like they, they people think Wally West is the or that's their Flash, and then right, you know, yeah, the Barry Allen fans. I guess that's the same thing. But for me, I just knew John Stewart. That's the only one I knew. No, that's that's the correct line of thinking for sure. I I, I think it's 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 a uh, very intriguing to see. Uh, the characters that permeate and get more popular over time, you know, and John yeah, yeah. is definitely that to me. Uh, yeah, because I mean, I don't. Again, I, I just started reading comics in the prior years from now, you know, like four or five years now. But the Green Man and I've read, he's which is mostly Jeff Johns written. He's pretty absent. I mean, he's in some. Yeah, yeah. He's well, not in uh, most of them. Yeah, well, maybe, 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 uh, maybe that, that maybe John Stewart will even show up in this matter. Yet. Who knows? But, uh, That'd be cool. I'd be down <laughs> with that. Who knows who it'll be? But I, I think uh, that's so fucked, man. Damn, I didn't know that John's is in there too. But I guess oh, I yeah. shouldn't be surprised at this point. Yeah, John, or apparently, it's, uh, uh, there's a lot of people that uh, are in on this and had a role to play and how badly things were going on the set of the reshoots because apparently Whedon was like awful and like he says like other actors are going to come out with some like fire news eventually like and mm. like there's ev- like apparently like everybody is with Ray but Ray is saying hey Hollywood is can be uh, very vengeful like if you fight the hand that feeds you they can make sure you never work again right yeah and so he's like don't come out and say what you're your experience was until I can make sure that you're safe. Right. It's yeah. Cause he's being more cautious and probably smarter about it. Cause yeah. I mean, Hollywood is a beast. Yeah. And I feel like Gal Gadot, she's definitely going to have something to say. Oh yeah. I know for a fact she's going to have something to say. Cause I, I think when I watched justice league and the reshoot scenes, like of Barry, like landing on her boobs. Yeah. And apparently there's a rumor that she didn't want to do that scene, so they got, like, a stand-in for her to do the scene, like a stunt double to do the scene. So when you watch that scene again, her face is away from the camera, so it's a stunt double doing that that's scene. Some, that's some anime shit right there. <laughs> and Weeden has a pattern of doing falling into someone's boobs. Uh, Age of Ultron happened. Happened also, happened also in a, a Serenity, the movie. Uh, it happens a lot, so there's that. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I believe this whole feminist thing now. <laughs> I mean, I have some other juicy details about weeding that I can't say on here because it would be that's really fair. Good of me to say. Maybe when we're done, I'll tell you. But that's I think. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I I hope uh, more more 
more news comes out about him. But basically, he said, Jeff Johns made a veiled threat to my career during the L.A. reshoots of Justice League. And he says, Josh threatened the career of another person associated with the production. And uh, Toby Emmerich, the then head of Warner Brothers uh, division, uh, was made aware and tried to cover for Whedon rather than deal with the abuse. And then it escalated to, like, the, like, top of Warner Brothers. And he, like, kind of, like, tried to squash it. So, mm. yeah, that's, mm. all, that's all I got to say about that. Mm. Yeah, until, until more news comes out. Man, and I, and and in, in in college, I watched Avengers all the time. It was a great fucking movie, man. Yeah, but well, I mean, it's not. I mean, like, I don't necessarily that movie in particular. I don't necessarily attach to Whedon in my brain. Mm-hmm. Age of Ultron, I do. I blame <laughs> him for every mistake in that movie. But every single thing. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But Avengers one, I still I, see that as a Marvel thing. It's classic, yeah, for sure. I, I won't, I won't, I won't sully the Marvel brand anymore with this this bad talk of Whedon. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, in other news, Fast and Furious will finally end after two more films. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it was originally set to end with Fast and Furious Ten, but then you know what? They just decided let's do two more. Well, they like that money too much. Yeah. Give them a good proper send off instead of an even, or instead of just you know ten, you know they're gonna just go for eleven. So it's a weird number to end on. Yeah, and I mean, they should I, just make an extra one, make end on twelve. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. At this point, might as well. I'm gonna be curious to see how this one, how or how this turns out, because you know right now it's a mar- They are Marvel movies at this point. You know? Yeah, I mean, and they have their own little universe. Yeah, like. So I'm curious to see how this turned out. And I know you haven't seen the Fast movies and we have to binge watch them at some point. I'm down. Uh, but uh, that's this is going to be crazy. Like, I, There's no other franchise that gets me as giddy as Fast and Furious. Though. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because I expect to see something absurd. I've, I still remember when, when uh, you, I, and Jerry lived together. Mm-hmm. You, I, and Jerry. That's the wrong. You, Jerry, and I. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I walked in on you guys watching one of the Fast and Furious movies and it was the one of the scenes on like a bridge. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, the crash. That's all I remember. And like and like I was just like, what in the fuck is yeah. this? Yeah. <laughs> and I remember just being like, what are you guys watching? Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure you just laughed at me asking that question. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, because I loved that that like reaction because it's like that's exactly what you should say, right? <laughs> and then once you get used to it, like you see the trailer for Fast and Furious Nine. No, I haven't. Oh, oh my God, dude, it's so <laughs> fucking funny. Like, like they came up with like a ridiculous plot where they're like, "Oh, the new bad guy this time is Dom Vin Diesel's character's half brother that we never knew existed, played by John Cena." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Cena. <laughs> John Cena's the like bad guy of this this next movie. I want to watch this movie now. Yeah, and he's like, "Low Dom." It's been a while, you know, and it's like it's just it, it just was crazy. And then there's like a scene of him, like, you know, uh, basically, uh, there's like a scene of him flying to or not flying, but basically, a bridge closes or like is blown apart or something, and like they're hit it off a cliff, and Dom is just driving straight forward, and she's like, "There's no bridge! There's no bridge!" 
and he connects his wheel to one of the ropes of the bridge and uses the rope to slingshot himself to the other mountain, the other side of the mountain. <laughs> this is in the trailer. I'm, I actually not. This is a part of it. Like, this is a real thing that exists and it's awesome. Oh my God. It's a real thing that exists Man. and it's awesome. <laughs> yes. And it has rockets. Like, the, 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 the cars have rockets and stuff. Oh it's my nuts. God, dude. But yes, that's it. I gotta be in a mood for that. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I want to. I want to see. Uh, what's the one that takes place in, in Japan? Uh, oh, Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift. Some say that's the best one, and I what, what, what number is that one? That's that's the third one that they made, but it technically is the eighth in the franchise. <laughs> All right. There's some time elements going on. Oh and, no, and, I got you. You know, but <laughs> I've, I've pieced it together. Yeah, so there's that. Uh, other than that, that's all. That's the only. That's all the news I have this, this, uh, this episode. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really that. You know, it wasn't really that crazy news. Like, it's not like it's the DC thing they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah I hope you. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> I, I can see the Fast and Furious is kind of rummaging around in your mind. It really right is. Now. I'm kind of thinking about it right now. I'm kind of like, I might have huh. to watch one later. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, just on me. Just watch them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got your my voodoo. Yeah, yeah. So I'm that good. On there. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, all of them. So, uh, yeah, um, I might have a look. <laughs> Well, until next time, guys, thank you for listening, and uh, peace. Later.